Good morning and welcome to Look and Feel Your Best. It's a show where we give you great information on how you can look better, which in turn has an impact on how you feel. Look and feel your best. I love the title of that. Uh, (laughs) Dr. Patrick Flaherty is the mastermind behind it. Good morning, Dr. Flaherty. Good morning, Gina. How are you today? Good. I'm I'm great. I'm Gina Birch. Dr. Flaherty is the medical director of the Azul Cosmetic Surgery and medical spas. He has three offices in Southwest Florida, and and you've been doing this for a, a little bit of time. Yeah, cosmetic it's surgery. Been here a while, twenty five years now, yeah. over twenty five years. So yeah, it's been great though. We've uh, it's been a, a great uh, journey for us, and we're uh, yeah. you know our best is yet get ahead. Exactly. You know when you you don't want to trust your face to just anybody, <laughs> and I know that's been a that was a tagline I think you used many years ago, but uh, yeah. but uh, Dr. Flaherty really knows his way around the face. You've been doing it for a long time. You've got a lot of happy customers and clients and, and who, many who become friends, but one of the things, I'm just going to gush about your office a little bit here, is um, you've really put together a, a top-notch staff of professionals, not people who, and there's nothing wrong with getting training online, but not people <laughs> yeah. who just went online and, and you know got a couple of certifications. I mean, they've got years and years of education and experience under their belts as well. Right. Yeah. I'm really proud of our team. And it's, you know, um, many years of finding the right people. Um, you know, it's really interesting when you look back at it and uh, and uh, see the growth. But, um, you know, finding people that, you know, first of all, are, are knowledgeable and skilled, which is obviously, you know, a big part of, of the equation. But the second part is, you know, really nice people, people who are um, team players, um, you know, play well with others, work well with others, right? And uh, you know, are kind and caring with their patients, which is most important because we are like a big family here. Our staff is um, like a big family, and mm-hmm. our patients are part of that family. So, um, you know, that that requires sort of um, special people. You know, you, it's not everybody. You know, you got to find people that are competent and professional and deliver at the highest level and yet are kind and caring at the same time. So I think that's the hallmark of, of our practice. And, uh, you know, uh, it takes time to find the right people. Right. But, but, you know, they tend to want to find each other when you create an environment that, that those are the priorities and people with those uh, attributes tend to kind of migrate right. in your direction. So that's, that's the yeah. good news. What's yeah. that law of attraction kind right, of thing? Exactly. On a, on a different scale. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you have nurse practitioners, you have physicians assistants, you have, so when people come here and if they're not getting injections or certain things at, at, by your hands, they know that those hands are, are really competent. Right. It's a tier, it's a tiering, uh, a tiered, well, the pyramid of rejuvenation is what we call it. And in my books, I talk about the pyramid of rejuvenation, but you know, in that pyramid we have the bottom tier is non-invasive procedures and that used to be just skin care but now is so many more things with technology but skin care hydrofacials and now some of our non-invasive laser systems like BBL etc um, there's uh, a number of procedures we do right in the office that are non-invasive and it can be done by our estheticians and or our nurse practitioners depending on the technology and then the middle of the pyramid is minimally invasive so those would be botox fillers and our nurse practitioners and uh, debbie who's our pa are fantastic injectors they've all been trained by me originally but all have had extensive extensive experience with years of experience and thousands and thousands of injections and we have um you know provider meetings uh uh 
about once a quarter and review, you know, latest techniques and latest trends in the field and talk about uh, uh, various aspects of what we do. And it's really fun with new products, new procedures. Um, so it's a great team and they teach me a lot. Um, you know, in the beginning, maybe it was me teaching them more. Now it's a, you know, a good exchange <laughs> of ideas always between the group. Um, and, uh, and then at the top is, you know, myself and Dr. Badia who do the surgical rejuvenation and, uh, um, you know, that's obviously really important as well, because although there's more and more we can do in the office, non-surgically and minimally invasive or non-invasively, um, you know, there are certain things that can only be, you know, problems that can be solved or things that can be improved, uh, require that require surgery. And, uh, that's what I love to do. And Dr. Badia as well. And so we spend about half of our time doing surgical rejuvenation, whether that's endoscopic brow lifts or eyelids or face and neck lifts. Um, laser resurfacing, mm -hmm. the whole spectrum. And so uh, uh, anyway, um, that's the kind of the pyramid of rejuvenation. That's how that works. Right. Yeah. And, you know, when we, we talk about all the different things w within the pyramid, today we're going to uh, focus primarily on the surgical aspect of that. Uh, we'll dabble a little bit into some of the in-office and, and, and um, uh, minimally invasive procedures that can uh, work hand in hand with some of the things that you do when it comes to surgery. Yeah, and it's really not an either or proposition. You know, when we do consultations, I'll talk to patients about everything that could help them from skin care and products and hydrofacials and uh, like Morpheus 8, you know, radio frequency with microneedling. Um, we uh, can talk about things like uh, cool sculpting, non invasive fat reduction. Um, and skin tightening with the Morpheus 8, which can be done on the face, neck, chest, body. Um, but and, and we'll talk about surgical procedures too. But, um, you know, it, it, it everything has its place. Even when we do surgical rejuvenation, that doesn't eliminate these other categories. You still need to maintain, you know, your skin in good quality with, uh, you know, a good skincare regimen, including using sunblock. Um, you're probably going to need some Botox and fillers if you want to keep things looking its best, to keep the frown lines away, to keep uh, creases around the mouth away. Um, so, you know, even surgery doesn't, you know, it can turn the clock back for sure, turn the hands of time back by eliminating some of these aging changes, but it doesn't stop the aging. And so, you know, preventative maintenance still becomes, you know, uh, the hallmark, really. Uh, and it's really interesting to see, you know, the younger population um, embracing this at an early age with skin care and Botox and fillers and just doing the things they need to kind of keep themselves looking their best. And I think we'll see people age much better over the next, you know, 50, 100 years because they have access to all these great tools at a younger age. For sure, for sure. So when we're looking at the, the big picture um, when it comes to facial rejuvenation, there's something, there's a term that, that you like to use, and it's, and it's called harmonious. We want everything to to blend. And this is one of the reasons uh, when things are not harmonious that people dislike about um, even the idea of getting some, some cosmetic surgery done because it doesn't look natural, doesn't blend in right. with what you have. And this is, this is kind of a hallmark of um, your philosophy here at Azul. Yeah, one of the biggest fears people have about surgery is to, uh, the fear of looking unnatural or altered or surgical. And um, 
of course, that's uh, you know not the goal with any kind of cosmetic Mm-mm. surgery. It's to help you look better, younger, healthier, not different, not surgical. And you know, with good techniques, that's very achievable. And uh, um, so, uh, and one of the keys in that regard is the harmonious aspect of rejuvenation. The face is uh, you know all connected, you know, one part of the face to another. And so. Um, you know, sometimes people will come in with a single problem, heavy upper eyelids. And that would be a good example when we talk about sort of harmonious. Somebody has very heavy upper eyelids, but they also have bags in the lower eyelids. Um, and they may say, oh, gee, I just want to get my upper eyelids done. So you do the upper eyelids and the eyes are more bright eyed and open. And you know, invariably, they'll come back a few months later and go, you know, I'm really noticing these lower eyelids now. <laughs> and the reason is, you know, when the upper eyelids were heavy, that was the biggest problem in the mirror. Now that that's better, you know, the lower lids become the biggest problem. And so, you know, many times we'll do the upper and lower lids together. That way, you know, the upper lids look bright-eyed and open. The bags are gone from the lower lids, and it really looks great. It and makes that, sense to do, do right. it all as one parcel. You know? Yeah, it makes sense on many levels. You yeah. know, it's one surgery, one recovery period. You're still going to be taking it easy, using a little ice on the eyes for a few days, and it all heals at the same time. And again, looks good when you're done. You don't have to come back and do part B at a later date. So that, you know, you you can march around the face and that applies with brows and upper eyelids or, you know, the full face, brows versus lower face and neck. Um, And, you know, that doesn't mean everybody needs everything, but um, when we address things in a three-dimensional, more holistic way, we end up with better results. And interestingly, as um, the field has advanced, in terms of better anesthesia techniques, we do everything under IV sedation and local anesthesia, which is great. Better surgical techniques with better instrumentation, better understanding of anatomy, quicker procedures, less uh, downtime. Those things have allowed us to do more procedures at once. Uh, and uh, that wasn't really uh, frequently done you know, 20 plus years ago, but now is the hallmark of my practice doing endoscopic brow, eyelids, face neck, fat augmentation, laser resurfacing, those can all be done in a single setting. And that allows you to address kind of all the aging changes at once. And um, that patient will have, you know, one to two weeks of downtime. But um, when they're done, they look amazing. And there's nothing, you know, whatever you don't do, we always use that analogy of redecorating a room, but leaving your favorite old chair in the middle. When you walk into that room, that's the first thing you'll see because it doesn't fit. It stands out. And, uh, you know, if you, you know, rejuvenate the whole face at once and everything is done, it looks beautiful and there's nothing that's been left out. And so there's no, nothing uh, that stands out as, oh, well, what about this? It just looks great. When you first started um, in your career and you had to do, you really, because of technology or um, techniques and, and all of that, weren't able to do everything at once. Did you ever think that you'd be able to, do so much at, in one surgery instead of piecing it up and doing several? Yeah, you know, I didn't really reflect on it much at the time, but yeah, you were always sort of moving forward, like adding adding pieces to the element, you know, adding, you know, one more thing and then one more thing, and then one day you wake up and go, wow, we're doing everything, you wow, know? Wow, yeah. So, uh, you know, and endoscopic brow lifts are much quicker and more accurate and safer and more effective than open brow lifts. 
and um, that has made the upper face much quicker. Uh, and so that, you know, was easy to combine with lower face and neck lifting. Um, fat augmentation, you know, is a really important procedure for restoring lost volume in the face. And that does take a little bit of time just because you have to harvest the fat, process it, and then delicately layer it back in. But again, with efficiency and a good team, you can get that all done in, in without too much mm-hmm. time. And um, the new lasers are gentler, allows us to be able to do laser resurfacing, even if we've done a facelift, which in the very beginning was something that was taboo um, because the original lasers were much more aggressive and sometimes patients would be slower to heal. So, um, you know, with technology um, and improved technique, you know, we find that, uh, you know, procedures are quicker, safer, more effective, and you can start to add um, additional layers to the procedure to get better results. So, yeah, it wasn't really necessarily anything I envisioned. It was just sort of a stepwise process over time as we got better and better at what we did, better instrumentation, better techniques, and um, better understanding of what it takes to get the best result in a safe way. Well, you just uh, gave us a great overview of, of breaking down the face and, and how to get that harmonious rejuvenation. So why don't we come back with that after our break, and we can Sounds kind of dive into that a little bit more. Sounds great. Let's do that. And I also want you to tell us about the October or the, or the fall specials when oh, we come yeah. back. Yeah, time is running out on the uh, buy one syringe of filler, get the second syringe half off, because that's an October special only. And it's with our nurse injectors, that's our uh, nurse practitioners and our PA. Um, And their schedules are very, very busy and very full. So um, they are trying to be accommodating and stretch the hours a little bit to fit everybody in. Uh, But that runs through October. So if you're interested in fillers and who isn't, (laughs) (laughs) Um, and if you're not, you know, if if you're familiar with fillers and you know what you like and you have a pattern to do, that's fine. If you don't know anything about it, you can also make an appointment, come in, meet with the girls and discuss it. Everybody, you know, we all lose volume with age, so fillers can help all of us. Um, It's a fantastic rejuvenating technique right in the office with no downtime. So uh, you can call us at our office at 239-415-757. Seven, six, and uh, make a consultation and meet with one of the nurse practitioners and talk about what, if it's right for you and how it can help. All right. We'll be right back with more of Look and Feel Your Best. Dr. Patrick Flaherty is the medical director of the Azul Cosmetic Surgery and Medical Spas in Fort Myers, Naples, and Benita Springs. I'm Gina Birch. Full specials at Azul are a great way to discover the new technologies for non-surgical options to rejuvenate your face and body. Dr. Flaherty and Azul are your one stop for the fountain of youth. Full specials include special pricing on platelet-rich plasma therapy, better known as PRP, which is a fabulous hair loss treatment for women and men. Save on Morpheus 8 for face and body skin tightening with noticeable results after just one treatment. You also love Evoke, which is the latest technology for hands-free facial remodeling and great for chins. And last but not least is Quo, which is the new injectable cellulite treatment. Who knew dealing with lumps and bumps of cellulite could be so easy? Fall specials at Azul. Visit AzulBeauty.com or give Azul a call today at 239-415-7576. That's 239-415-7576. Welcome back to Look and Feel Your Best. I'm Gina Birch. 
with Dr. Patrick Flaherty, who is the medical director of the Azul Cosmetic Surgery and Medical Spas in Fort Myers, Naples, and Benito Springs. You can find him at azulbeauty.com. We're talking about um, harmonious rejuvenation, how to achieve the best overall look when it comes to cosmetic and and facial surgery and, and rejuvenation, and not necessarily piecemealing things, but doing things all at once. I mean, we age uniformly. Right. So why wouldn't we try to turn back the hands of time in a uniform manner as well and do yeah. everything at once? You know, I think uh, cosmetic surgery has been driven, it's been procedure driven, and that is, you know, facelifts were developed, and so then everybody got a facelift as they age because their jowl was loose and the neck was loose. And there's certainly value to facelifts for sure. I mean, it helps to tighten up the jawline, neckline, but you know, that's only a one part of aging. You know, just like heavy eyelids, and so eyelid surgery evolved, and heavy brows, and we talked about endoscopic brow lifting, um, and then fat augmentation, which was really important because a big part of facial aging is volume loss. We lose volume from our face with age, and primarily we lose fat. You know, the fat pads shrink over time. We also lose muscle and the bones resorb and remodel. And so you get loss of this volume in the face that leads to deflation. The skin typically does not shrink. That can actually even stretch. And so one of the reasons we tend to look um, loose or gaunt as we age is from that volume loss or deflation. So um, the face looks uh, longer and narrower and thinner. Um, There's dark circles under the eyes and shadowing in the cheeks from that volume loss and deflation. And the skin hangs because there's not as much tissue to fill it out. And so volume loss is a big, big part of aging. And until we started doing the modern era of fillers or fat augmentation, placing fat in, we really didn't address the volume loss. You know, we just uh, tried to deal with the other parts with what we knew how to do, which would be, you know, taking skin out of the upper eyelid or removing some of the extra fat to take out bags or to tighten the face and neck or lift the brow. And so, again, uh, these things are important and helpful, but um, they can't be looked at in isolation because there is the whole harmonious aspect of rejuvenation where we want to, um, you know, restore the volume. And, you know, a perfect example, you know, I, I live this, so I see this every day, but um, there was a, an older um, gentleman um, in his uh, 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 late 70s um, who came in and um, had a lot of sun-damaged skin, so he had, uh, you know, that. He had some laxity of his face and neck, and he was very, he's in great shape, so he didn't have extra fat, so he had a very thin face, a lot of volume loss. And um, he was, you know, interested in having something done, but didn't, um, you know, didn't want to look different. That was his biggest fear with his friends and peer group and family. He didn't want people to know that he had something done and he didn't want to look different. Um, and so we did a face and neck lift and fat augmentation, and it's amazing how great he looks but in a very natural way, you know, he just, and when you pull out the photos, you go, wow, he looks 20 years younger. Mm. And it's because he doesn't have that thin, gaunt face anymore. It's, it's, you know, it's not overcorrected. He's not full face, but it's less hollow. It's more, um, he's got more volume that looks healthier, you know, and again, more like 50, not like, or 50 or 60, not like 80. Um, And then uh, with the face and neck, just improving the jawline and neckline, taking away that laxity and sag you know, not over tightening it. So, um, you know, those are, you know, 
for me, it's, it's a constant evolution because you're doing these procedures, you're combining these techniques, you're seeing the results firsthand, and then, you know, modifying your techniques to, you know, further improve those results. And everybody sort of wants the same thing, or at least the majority of patients do, is they want to look better. Right. They want to look healthy and younger and more vibrant they don't want to look different and they don't want to look surgical and they don't want to look unnatural and so there are you know by combining you know the best techniques we can give patients you know great rejuvenation with very you know limited amount of downtime and have them look really uh really great without looking different so you mentioned this patient in in his 80s what is kind of the average age i mean are we do most people come in in their 50s or 60s or do you see them as early as their 40s or or is it really a uh, can you really pinpoint that? It seems like it's all over the board. It is yeah. uh, because we're all, you know, we all age differently and we all come from different, uh, you know, genetic backgrounds, so to speak. Um, and so, you know, I've seen patients in their 30s for facelifts. Um, and obviously, you know, now with people uh, living longer and being healthier, you know, we see patients in their 70s and 80s a lot nowadays for rejuvenation procedures and even in the 90s it's i've seen new time consults now in their 90s you know uh, not typically for a facelift but for things like fillers or Mm -hmm, skincare mm -hmm. or you know botox fillers and things like that so uh anyway it's it's expanding on both ends the younger people are more aware of it and more willing to to do things the older uh, and the higher end uh, people are living longer, staying healthier, more socially active, and want to look their best as well. So they're starting to come in and, and look at uh, opportunities to look better, even if it's uh, things like Botox and fillers and right. skin care. It's simple to do, but it makes a big difference. So let's uh, talk about how some of these uh, harmonious uh, procedures, how, how, how an example of harmony. So um, one of the things that brings people here most often is the eyelids. We see the uh, they're starting to get heavy, uh, especially you, you mentioned women, uh, when they start having problems putting on their makeup, um, then this is a sign that, okay, we've got a lot of skin there that can easily be removed. Right. So one of the earliest signs of aging um, in the face is heavy upper eyelids. That skin's, you know, eyelid skin is very thin. It's very mobile with blinking your eye 20 times a minute, rubbing your eyes, rolling your face in the pillow, all those things. <laughs> um, and so we end up getting, you know, stretching and redundancy of the skin of the upper eyelid that can give us hooding or heaviness. And uh, trimming out a little bit of that upper eyelid skin can really be helpful. That's called blepharoplasty. Uh, by removing that extra skin, gets rid of some of the fullness and heaviness, makes the eye more bright-eyed and open, um, and really um, can improve the situation quite a bit. And it's probably it's the most common surgical procedure on the face annually, just because it's uh, you know everybody gets heavy eyelids at some point. Um, and so, uh, and then in the lower eyelid, we often will get fat pads uh, protruding, causing bags under the eyes. Um, you can get redundant skin in the lower lid that shows up as extra wrinkles in the lower lid. And so we do see eyelids, um, you know, as as a entry point a lot for people coming in saying, gee, you know, my eyelids look heavy. Uh, I've noted tired eyes at the end of the day because my lids are heavy. Um, and so when we do evaluate eyelids, of course, we're going to look at the entire face and most uh, notably the brow because um, if the brow drops, that makes your eyelid heavy. Sometimes people come in complaining of a heavy eyelid, and when you evaluate them, it's really more the eyebrow or forehead that's dropped, mm. creating heaviness in the eyelid. And so 
in order to design a plan that makes sense, you have to understand how much of this is the eyelid, how much is the brow, and what's the best approach to rejuvenation. Um, sometimes that's an endoscopic brow lift and not doing anything to the eyelid. Sometimes it is just the eyelid, and sometimes it's both. So we look at that. So that's a great example of harm- harmony or harmonious it rejuvenation is. because... I mean, of everything you just said. Right. So one of the things that, uh, you know, happens a lot um, uh, because not everybody um, knows how to do endoscopic brow lifts. And, uh, you know, um, a lot of people will just treat the eyelids and ignore the brow. And if somebody has a heavy brow and a heavy eyelid and you just do the eyelid, um, what happens is there's muscles in the forehead that, that kind of lift your brow. They're called the frontalis muscle. And if you raise your forehead and create those horizontal lines, that's the frontalis muscle that's doing that. And when your eyelids get heavy, you naturally start activating that frontalis muscle because that's, that's the only way you can actually lift your eyelid to see better is to lift the forehead. And so you're not thinking about it, but you're doing it because your brain is saying, open your eyes, open your eyes. (laughs) And so what happens once you do the eyelid, that loose skin is removed from the upper eyelid, then the brain says, oh, gee, my eyelid isn't so heavy anymore. I can relax my forehead now. And so it does. And that brow will drop a little bit more, usually a couple millimeters, but um, that can be significant. And so you take somebody that's got a heavy brow and a heavy lid, you get rid of the heavy lid and the brow gets even heavier. And that can be a very unsatisfying cosmetic result. You know, the eyes are less heavy, but the brows are very heavy and that whole forehead and brow is just drooping down around the eyes and it doesn't really look any better. Right. So, um, and, and that happens a lot. <laughs> yeah, Because I, I see those patients come in and they're like, I had my eyelids done, but you know, it, I don't, I'm not happy with it. Right. And the reason is they really needed a brow lift, but that wasn't offered to them. So they mm-hmm. just did, you know, they did the eyelid. Um, so, you know, that's a perfect example. And so those two things need to be looked at together because you have to come up with the right solution. You know, sometimes just doing the eyelid is fine. It's not like everybody who's got a heavy eyelid needs to have a brow lift. That's not the case at all. But you have to look at that anatomy and discuss it with the patient and show them in a mirror the differences so that they understand, you know, what the results mm-hmm. will be based on what's, you know, what's going to be done. And uh, um, it's a topic I speak on at uh, na- our national meetings because uh, it's just an important topic. It sounds like it's pretty simple, but it's not that simple because of the frontalis muscle. You have to uh, really examine the patient carefully, get them to relax that muscle, see where the brow really is when they're relaxed because that's where it's going to be after eyelid surgery, and then discuss those issues with the patient. And the beauty of modern surgery is that with the endoscopic brow lift technique, that's a very quick, safe, and very effective procedure. It can easily be combined with an upper eyelid or upper and lower lid blepharoplasty. And so you can solve both problems at once. And I will say um, in this last 10 years of my career, I do a lot more brow lifting um, with or you know with blepharoplasty or without blepharoplasty instead of blepharoplasty. And generally speaking, I have you know, much happier patients because the brow lift gives you more of a complete rejuvenation of the upper lid brow forehead complex than you can ever achieve just by trimming out extra skin. So blepharoplasty is really designed to get rid of that extra skin of the lid, but it's not going to help the brow or the wrinkles at the corner 
of the eye or that hooding uh, uh, that you get, which is more from the brow tissue coming down. Third component when we're talking about... Um you know, the eyes and, and the brows. You, you just mentioned the brows and the lids, but we haven't talked yet about the lower lids. Right. Because that's another prime example of uh, being in harmony because if you only do the top half and then you have the saggy or the hollow on the bottom, then it's just still doesn't look right exactly and in the lower lid you know there may be extra fat pockets there there may be loose skin there may be wrinkles of the skin so we do a variety of things sometimes we take out the extra fat to get rid of the bags sometimes we fill in the dark circles or hollows with either uh, specialized filler uh, or fat augmentation placing fat in there Sometimes we'll take out a little skin to tighten up the loose skin and sometimes we'll do a peel either a laser peel or a chemical peel so the lower lid is a more delicate anatomic area and there's a, uh, this you know half a dozen little manipulative procedures that we do to help improve the shape and tone of the lid while always remembering that it is a functional structure it does protect your eye and needs to you know preserve the important function which is you know for it to stay against the eye to close when you blink to protect your eye and and lubricate the cornea so um, it's you know it's a really you know eye, eye plastic surgery is really fun surgery because it's really important aesthetically but it's also really important functionally so that people continue to see well and are comfortable with their eyes dr patrick flaherty is the medical director of the azul cosmetic surgery and medical spas in fort myers naples and bonita springs i'm gina birch you're listening to look and feel your best when we come back We'll talk more about harmonious rejuvenation. Want to look fabulous in less than a half hour? Call Dr. Flaherty at Azul Medical Spa today for their buy one, get second half off dermal filler special. Ladies and men can take years off your appearance immediately. Fill in those deep lines around your mouth and nasal area. Under your eyes, it's like magic, only it's the skill of the professionals at Azul Cosmetic Surgery and Medical Spa. Look younger today for less with the buy one, get the second one half off filler special. You deserve it. Call 415-7576 today. Welcome back to Look and Feel Your Best. I'm Gina Burge with Dr. Patrick Flaherty. Uh, Dr. Flaherty is the medical director of the Azul Cosmetic Surgery and Medical Spas in Southwest Florida. We are diving into the concept of harmonious rejuvenation when it comes to uh, facial and cosmetic surgeries. You know, before we get deeper in, let's tell everybody about uh, the fall specials, yes. the October specials. Let's do that. So um, we have our October special, which is um, buy one syringe of filler, get the second syringe half off. And that's with our master injectors, our nurse practitioners, and our PA. Um, and they're all, they all are truly master injectors. These guys uh, do injections all day, every day, and have been doing that for years and are, are superb and really um, top in their field in terms of, uh, you know, the, their um, skills and abilities and experience. Um, and so this is a really popular special uh, because, you know, everybody loves fillers and to get, um, you know, get half off on the second syringe with doing one syringe is, is a great value. Mm -hmm. So um, if you're interested in that special, you can give us a call at uh, 239-415-7576. That's 239-415-7576. And those spots are filling up fast because I've been checking with our girls and um, all the guys are pretty well booked through the month, but there's uh, you know a handful of op openings here and there. So if you're interested in that special, give us a call and we'll try to get you in to meet with the girls. Yeah, yeah. do that on Monday first thing, 239 
415-7576. So harmonious rejuvenation, it's a concept um, where you combine surgical procedures uh, from, from different parts of the face uh, to give one overall look of rejuvenation instead of piecemealing, instead of saying, Dr. Flaherty, my eyes are, are sad and tired and baggy and you fix those. And then it's like, ah, oh, I forgot about my chin or my neck. And mm-hmm. so we want the idea is if, do as much as you can at once. Yeah, it looks natural and yeah, and and you know, for me, back in about uh, the late '90s is when we started doing the entire face at once: uh, endoscopic brow, lids, face, neck, fat augmentation, laser. And as we talked about earlier in the show, you know, improvements in technology and instrumentation and anesthesia techniques have made this, you know, very uh, doable now. Um, you know, the whole field has gotten better in terms of surgery being quicker, safer, less downtime. And so you can combine, you know, one, two, three, and several of these elements to get the right results. And what was really remarkable was um, when I started doing, you know, the brow, lids, face, neck all at once, um, and then combining that with fat augmentation and laser, the level of patient satisfaction just went through the roof. Mm, I bet. Because even if you do, let's say, an endoscopic brow, upper and lower lids, and that looks perfect, and the upper face looks great, if you haven't done the lower face and neck, then you have these jowls and neck laxity, and there's a disconnect that's disharmonious. Um, and, you know, that's what we most want to avoid. Um, and so in the past, somebody would come back six months or a year later and do the face and neck lift. But, you know, that's a second procedure, second set of downtime, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, it's so much better getting it all done at once. And then the patient has one to two weeks of downtime and then they're healed and everything looks beautiful. And, you know, from that point forward, they just can do, you know, maintenance things like skin care, Botox fillers, just simple things in the office to keep it looking its best. But the major work has all been done. Um, and you know, like I said, in, in my practice, that's when, you know, the patient satisfaction just went through the roof because people were just thrilled when, and when everything's addressed at once, they look great and they're happy and I'm happy and we're all happy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if mama ain't happy, nobody's happy. Yeah. Well, but it, it really is. It's just that, that higher level. It was just so exciting. And now I see it every single day. You know, we do these every single day and we see the results every single day and it's, it's remarkable. And to make, help patients look, you know, 10 and 20 years younger, you know, just in a couple of hours and have them be out and about within two weeks doing normal activities. It's really powerful. I want to reiterate that because a lot of people think, well, gosh, if I have my neck done, my eyes and my brow, you know, if you're telling me I've got a week for to heal for each, it's not compounded. I mean, it's all condensed at this point. Right. So, I mean, you really only have truly one healing time for the entire uh procedure no matter how many smaller procedures are within the the, that's correct because it's all healing concurrently and that's the whole value of you know uh the improved techniques and less manipulation of tissue is that um you know, there's less healing to, to go on when you, you know, so when you do, you know, four or five procedures, they're all going to heal in one to two weeks at first phase anyway, and getting you healed enough where you're comfortable getting out and about. Um, so yeah, that, that's right. So it, that's where it saves you time and, and saves you money as well, because obviously having one procedure is less expensive than having two, you know, so combining the uh, procedures, you know, is the most economical way. Um, both in terms of saving you time and saving you money. So we've talked about how um, harmonious rejuvenation applies 
to the upper part of the face where you have the upper lids of the eyes, the lower lids of the eyes, and the and the brow, and how they all work together and how addressing them all together makes a big difference. What about the lower part of the face? Right, right. So um, the lower part of the face, which is a common, you know, common reason people come in with loose skin of the neck or jowling, just uh, feeling old or tired. Um, and so, you know, in addition to eyelids, that's a common complaint, a common problem. And uh, we have what's called the hidden incision uh uh, lower face and neck lift. Now we have a number of procedures we help use for lower face and neck, including, you know, very delicate um, liposuction to get rid of the extra fat of the neck, uh, face tight, which uses radio frequency to help shrink and tighten up the skin, which can be done as a minimally invasive lower face and neck procedure for the right candidate, somebody with a little bit of mild laxity and maybe some fullness. We can do liposuction and face tight, but for the majority of patients, you know, we start to get you know, more more advanced degrees of laxity of the face and neck. The hidden incision face and neck lift is is the ideal procedure, and that's that's what I do every day. And we have um, you know certain slots every week that are for just that procedure. And you know we're booked uh, several months in advance now because that's just such a popular and successful procedure. And the idea behind that is uh, you know hidden incisions, which are going to go inside the ear and behind the ear, so there's no visible incision lines release the skin and do a deeper tightening of the face and neck. And like I said, we'll often do um, some liposuction and face tight with that to further enhance those results by improving the jawline, neckline, and the tone of the skin. And then once we've done that deeper tightening and shaping of the face, trimming out that extra skin, and it's just a great procedure just in terms of improving the jawline and neckline. And really analogous for you know the brow, upper lid, um, is the upper part of the face, upper, lower lid, and brow. Lower face is uh, lower face and neck lifting, hidden incision lift. And uh, those two, you know, work in harmony. Um, you know, if you do, and again, prior to the advent of endoscopic brow lifting, um, you know, a lot of people would have lower face and neck lifts, but not do the brow because the old brow techniques were open lifts with large incisions hidden in the hair. And people were not excited about that. And I don't blame them because there was a bigger operation with a lot more cutting, a lot more stitching and a lot more numbness and uh, a lot more recovery time. And we don't need to do that now. The brow lifts are done through very tiny incisions hidden in the hairline. No skin is removed. And, uh, uh, it's a very effective procedure, but combining the two really helps because uh, when you do the face and neck, it's going to rejuvenate everything up to about the top of the ear or you know about to the cheekbone. But then if the brow is heavy, then you have sort of the loose skin around the um, eye, some wrinkling at the corner of the eye, some maybe hooding of uh, the tissues over the eye, some extra skin uh, between, you know, at the base of the nose, between the eye, eyebrows. Um, all that loose tissue of the upper face will stand out like a sore thumb, and you'll see that a lot of patients like that. And again, not as much now as we used to because people would go get a face and neck lift but not not have a brow lift and end up having this beautiful lower face but this aged upper face, which again is disharmonious and one right. of the things that can make you look unnatural uh, so for sure. So combining okay. those two things together, because as you mentioned earlier, you know, the face tends to age at the same rate in general. So if the face and neck are loose, probably the brow is a little loose too. And we can control the height, shape, and contour, how much we lift and how much we shape. But doing them both together gives you this 
great harmony from the top of your hairline all the way down to your Adam's apple. Um, everything will look the same and blend in, and that's the key is that har- harmonious result. So you were talking about how you can hide the incisions when you're when you're tightening the neck and, and the jowls. You can hide them in, in and behind the ears, so there's no telltale signs of that. But right. what if somebody has a, a really a lot of laxity, like right in the middle, I guess you call it, what do you call it, the waddle, uh-huh. like right underneath? I mean, that's a that's a far away from the ear. So do we have other techniques and things that we use now to address that? Yeah, so for under the chin, you know, liposuction can help a lot to get rid of the fullness. Um, face tight helps a lot to intrinsically shrink up that tissue. And I'll use face tight there in the anterior neck while I lift posteriorly. The posterior lift will tighten up the skin all the way to the anterior neck because we're going to release and do a deep tightening and then remove the skin. So that helps a lot as well. Um, And so that that combination works really, really well. I mean, there are certain cases where people have such severe looseness of the anterior neck skin. We'll actually do a technique where we just cut that skin out. But that's you're not that common because most of the people now with the modern techniques we can get you know 80 to 100 percent improvement with traditional technique with these newer hidden incision techniques where we're hiding the incisions uh, and that's obviously always um, superior if you can do it in a way where right. the incisions are hidden yes oh, some, sure. some once in a while I'll see somebody who's older and just has the real turkey gobbler, you know, mm-hmm. like that skin is just so loose, there's no way you're going to correct it from behind the ears. So, you know, we can excise that directly and close that with a stitch. And that generally heals quite well. But again, for selected patients, you know, because right. you're not really lifting the face or tightening the jawline or neckline with that, you're just getting rid of all that loose skin. And that, you know, in that, in those cases, that's enough. Mm-hmm. But, um, but most of the time we're doing, you know, a little bit more of a aesthetically uh, sensitive procedure where everything is really well right. well hidden. Yeah. So, so far we've talked about getting rid of things, get r- getting rid of the, the, the fat pockets and the double chin and getting rid of the wrinkles and the excessive skin. But at some point we're going to need to add something back. That's <laughs> called volume. Right. And let's talk about that uh, when we come back. Okay, sounds good. Let's do that. All right. Dr. Patrick Flaherty is the medical director of the Azul Cosmetic Surgery and Medical Spas. He has offices in Fort Myers, Naples, and Bonita Springs. You can look him up online at azulbeauty.com. You can also call 239-415-7576 to find out more about everything we talk about. Uh, by the way, while you're on the online, you can see fa- uh, pictures of some uh, before and after pictures, uh, some of the procedures we're talking about, and you can also get more information on the October specials, which we talked about at the beginning. Right. All right. I'm Gina Birch. We'll be right back with more of Look and Feel Your Best. Full specials at Azul are a great way to discover the new technologies for non-surgical options to rejuvenate your face and body. Dr. Flaherty and Azul are your one stop for the fountain of youth. Full specials include special pricing on platelet-rich plasma therapy, better known as PRP, which is a fabulous hair loss treatment for women and men. Save on Morpheus 8 for face and body skin tightening with noticeable results after just one treatment. You also love Evoke, which is the latest technology for hands-free facial remodeling and great for chins. And last but not least is Quo, which is the new injectable cellulite treatment. Who knew dealing with lumps and bumps of cellulite could be so easy? 
Fall specials at Azul. Visit AzulBeauty.com or give Azul a call today at 239-415-7576. That's 239-415-7576. Welcome back to Look and Feel Your Best. I'm Gina Birch with Dr. Patrick Flaherty, who is the medical director of the Azul Cosmetic Surgery and Medical Spas in Fort Myers, Naples, and Bonita Springs. Um, We're talking this morning about the concept of harmonious rejuvenation. It's an idea that when you go in to have a facelift or any type of surgical procedure, yeah, get it all done from head to toe. Well, no toes are involved here. I'm going to say from forehead to chin or neck, right? Yeah, and the idea is just to address the things that need to be addressed. You know, we do have better techniques now than ever um, and, you know, better solutions for the aging problems of the face. And so it's, you know, very typical that we'll combine, uh, you know, three, four, five things into a single procedure and, you know, to achieve a better result, a longer lasting result, and most importantly, a more natural and more harmonious result. And so we did talk a little bit about upper face, the endoscopic brow lift, how that's been a you know really huge advance in terms of uh, helping us control the height, shape, and contour of the brow. Uh, obviously, eyelid surgery that's become less invasive, more fat preservation to res- you know to maintain and restore volume. Um, and then we talked about lower face and neck lift to address the aging of the jawline, neckline, um, and rejuvenate that area. And with modern technology such as uh, you know delicate liposuction and uh, face tight to help tighten up the skin. But the one part we skipped was the middle part of the face. And it's interesting, you know, having been at this this long, I've seen these historical trends and. You know, there was a time when the mid-face lift was very popular back in the early 90s um, because uh, when you would uh, dissect and lift the cheek, you know, people would get swelling in that area and it would look really good for a couple of months. And then the swelling would go down and then it wouldn't look so good. (laughs) And the reality is, you know, the cheek or mid-face doesn't really sag that much compared to, for example, you know, the jawline or neckline. Um, but it does deflate. We lose volume. The fat pads that fill up the cheek kind of shrink with age. The bones resorb, and we get deflated. And so um, rejuvenation of the middle part of the face, you know, is more about volume than about lifting. When we do a lower face and neck lift, we do lift the mid part of the face with that. That's combined. Lower face and neck also, um, you know, entails a mid face lift. But we also want to add volume or restore volume if volume is lost. And that can be two ways. You can do that with injectable fillers, which are obviously extremely popular now and can be done right in the office. Um, Or with fat augmentation, which is very popular at surgery because fat augmentation is where we take your own natural fat using just delicate liposuction. We harvest the fat typically from the abdomen or flanks. We spin it down in a centrifuge and concentrate it. And then we delicately layer that fat in to restore the volume. And the most important area for that is uh, the cheek, you know, the lower lid cheek and uh, lateral cheek. Um, But with fat augmentation, you know, the beauty of fat, people say, well, what's the best filler? I always say fat's the best filler because you lose fat with age. We're restoring what you've lost with your own natural fat. It's living tissue, so it's going to be there for many years, you know, the fat that survives. And when we do fat transfer, not all of it survives, but probably about 50% of it does. So you harvest the fat, you process it, you layer it in. Some of it's going to disappear and others will... um, 
take up new residents and stay there. And so, and it works especially well through the cheeks, and that's typically the area where you need it the most, you know, kind of in the cheek area. Um, but, but typically with fat, we'll do, you know, wherever it's needed, upper lid, lower lid, cheek, temple, jawline, um, even the lips. So uh, once you've harvested the fat, you have maybe 50 or 60 cc's of that fat, and you compare that to filler where you'll come in and do two or four cc's of filler at a time. You're comparing that to 50 cc's, you know, you're doing more than 10 times the amount, but you're getting this incredible rejuvenation where you've restored volume throughout the face. And you'll lose some of that fat and you'll always end up a little bit undercorrected, but that again allows you to look um, naturally better. So you look healthier, younger, more vital, but not different because we haven't changed the way you look. We've just restored some of that volume you've lost. That sounds great. So the way this, you said this is a global it's a global way to restore volume where in the office we're going to just because of the size of fillers how expensive they are uh you're going to do maybe just a little bit in the cheeks and just one thing at a time but in the surgical center when you have your own fat you can really use it everywhere in the face right yeah and that's that's the beauty and that's one of the big differences you know when you're doing fillers in the office because you're buying the fillers from a company and those you know the they're pricey. I mean, that's why, you know, this month's special is so popular. You buy one syringe of filler, you get the second one half off with our master injectors. And the girls stay busy all day, every day, mm-hmm. uh, especially this month with the special. But, um, you know, so when we're doing fillers in the in the office, we're trying to always uh, get the most bang for the buck. You know, how can I best enhance the appearance of this face with fillers based on that patient's interests and budget. Um, And so, um, you know, obviously it'd be great if you could just do as many fillers as you wanted to make the face look, you know, perfect, Mm -hmm. but that's not practical reality. Most people will have, you know, a limit to what they want to do at any particular time. And you can build up over time, which is nice. Uh, But um, so we tend to be very strategic, you know, lift the cheek, take away dark circles, fill in lines, crease around the mouth, perhaps fill in the temple, strengthen the jawline. And that can be done, you know, all at once or over time, you know, again, depending on the patient's interest. And that's, you know, um, so you have to be kind of strategic that way. But when we're doing fat augmentation, it's a one-time event. So it's a totally different strategy. We're going to try to do as much as we can all at once. We harvest the fat, we process it, and we use it uh, to fill the entire face. Um, And I love that more because that gives me artistic freedom in a sense Mm -hmm. of being able to restore volume in all these areas rather than having to pick and choose, you know, what's going to have the biggest impact for that patient. You know, in in truth, both are fantastic because prior to these techniques, we didn't really have good ways to restore volume, you know, in a long lasting way. And now we have two great ways. Um, but you know, there, there are the pros and cons of the two different approaches. And frankly, even when we do fat augmentation, you know, we could restore a lot of that lost volume and make the push person look younger and healthier. You know, those patients are probably going to still have some filler down the road because fillers can be very, um, it's, it's more like sculpting because you get, you can shape the face. You know, there's different physical properties with the fillers that allow you to do some shaping and enhancing. So probably still going to, in a lot of those patients, do a little bit of filler down the road to further enhance the appearance or to maintain it as they age. So when we're talking about harmonious rejuvenation, we've, we've lifted, we've tightened, we've filled and we still have sunspots on our skin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so we're doing all of this great thing. So f- 
so we we can look better, and structurally, mm-hmm. the face is going to look younger. But the skin has a way of giving us away. Yeah. Too much time in the sun in southwest Florida. Especially here in Florida, right? So early in my career, laser resurfacing, I did a lot of laser resurfacing because it was an amazing procedure when it first came out. Like in the early 90s, you could take off this sun-damaged skin and a whole new layer of skin heals in, and it looked amazing. And and it's still a remarkable procedure. Um, Those early lasers were pretty aggressive. They gave Mm -hmm. us really good results, but there was a lot of downtime, usually a couple of weeks. So over time... The techniques have gotten better where they've learned to harness the laser energy in a way that helps us remove sunspots and tighten the skin and reduce wrinkles, but with less downtime. And now we can combine that with other procedures, uh, such as face and neck lifting, brow lifts, eyelids, or fat augmentation as well. Um, And so it's a great finishing touch because, as you said, you can give this you know, patients this great shape to the face, but if if the skin of the face is you know sun damaged skin with uh, sunspots and wrinkles, then you know that's um, the missing piece, right? right? And so to be able to get that laser resurfacing done at the same time and have that heal and modern you know laser typically the new skin heals in about a week. That skin is going to be delicate and still be a little bit pink and sensitive for anywhere from a couple weeks to a couple of months. So we have patients be careful and avoid a lot of sun for the first month or two. But um, it, at two months, generally, it's you know healed and back to its normal hardy state, and you can get back to your golf and tennis and those things. Um, but it, the results are amazing. I mean, it's you can el- eliminate, erase years of sun damage and you know, typically get 70, 80, or 90% improvement in the quality of the skin and the appearance of the skin with a single procedure. That's crazy. It takes less than an hour to actually do once you're actually doing the work. So we do a lot of lasers, just just lasers for, you know, for sun-damaged skin, Uh, but the majority of them we do combined with other surgical procedures like face and neck lift, um, brow lift, eyelids. Again, part of the harmonious rejuvenation because it is part of the harmonious rejuvenation. So it's a it's a big piece of the puzzle. And when we can do that together, it makes a huge difference. And I like how you've said in the past that you've had patients who've had um, uh, facelifts in the past and they, came, they come in and they see that they're aging again. And sometimes it's just as simple as doing that resurfacing, uh, you know, that laser resurfacing along with a little um, uh, you fat, know, fat augmentation, augmentation yeah, and, yeah. and that's all they need. Yeah, I mean, a uh, couple of patients I saw who uh, uh, had had facelifts, one who had two facelifts and came in and wanted a third facelift and she was in her early 80s and really her jawline and neckline looked pretty good mm-hmm. um, as you might expect because she had had two previous facelifts but she had a thin face, a lot of volume loss and she had a lot of sun damage so we just did fat augmentation and laser and it was wonderful because that's really what she needed you know it was really a matter of not really knowing what you need based on modern you know techniques um and so that that's great because fat augmentation is minimally invasive we just make tiny little punctures to harvest the fat tiny little punctures with a special needle to place the fat we don't even use stitches for that and then laser of course is just tightening there's no cutting or stitching with that either so it's a stitchless procedure but you can restore volume in the face and tighten up the skin and make patients look years younger uh, with a procedure that uh, you know kind of is minimally invasive really yeah that's pretty impressive yeah so um, you know harmony is you know we say three-dimensional rejuvenation and that really goes 
hand in hand with harmonious rejuvenation. You know, it's not a matter of just lifting and tightening. It's also restoring volume and restoring a more youthful texture to the skin, all of which can be done together, which is, you know, remarkable. And like I say, it's a it's really fun to be in this field mm-hmm. because the results we can give, you know, we get, you know, now with these combined techniques are just far surpass what we could have done in the past. And it's, it's, it's really fun to see the transformation yeah. for people. It's really great. So come in for a consultation, you know, see what, what Dr. Flaherty and his team can do to help you uh, turn back the hands of time, come in, sit and tell them what's bothering you. And you go through a whole, you know, like a, I guess in a car would it be like a hundred point inspection of the face or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, we kind of do that, yeah. and that, you know, like I said, there's tons of minimally invasive. You know, hydrofacial is great, BBL is great for sunspots and vessels. We have tons of non-invasive and minimally invasive techniques too. So sometimes when people are new to this, you know, they want to start slowly and see what can be done without downtime, non-surgically, and we, you know, we have more and more options in that realm as well. And when the surgery, so there's always a time and a place for surgery. So when the time is right then we have options there that are really wonderful but um, in the meantime there's plenty of other things that can be done to keeping you look you know keep you looking your best all right call 239-415-7576 to set up your appointment or if you have any questions you can also get online at um, azulebeauty.com there are three offices fort myers naples and bonita springs all the information you need to know is on that website including the october special which dr Flaherty mentioned earlier on injectables. Uh, Dr. Patrick Flaherty is the medical director of the Azul Cosmetic Surgery and Medical Spas. I'm Gina Birch. And I guess we'll see you next week, right? See you next week, Gina. Absolutely. All right. With more of Look and Feel Your Best. Thanks for joining us. 